doesn't really make sense coming back to me. This is the first time I'm on for today. Anyway, this is Planet Collingwood. My name is Monty Dean. Welcome to Revolution Radio Studio A, as they like to say in primary school or elementary school, because this is a global broadcast to tens of people chiming in and listening to uh, Planet Collingwood. Uh, I know Strange Universe has 14 listeners and they're listening to right now but don't turn it over you know you we you're here now so the the orbit of planet collingwood has reached in you can't see it in the in the morning night sky which doesn't make sense either but that's planet collingwood it doesn't make sense at all big thank you too why not and the crew for the y files my pet name for the show if you enjoy the last two hours please go to freedomslips.com and all revolution.radio and click on the patreon button and share what you can within reason Everything does help to keep Studio A, B, and the Hawk's Nest up and running. We're 100% listener-supported, 100% volunteer. We're just 100%. Still trying to figure out what that means. <laughs> uh, so I think that's the housekeeping. Uh, also, uh, while you're at the uh, the website, pop into the Zazzle store. A uh, bit of merch, bit of swag, bit of stuff to wear. There's T-shirts, caps, onesies for the little ones, and uh, mugs for certain shows as well. I haven't got into Mug Club. Hey, you see what I did there? Stephen Crowder reference. Yet, but I haven't been asked. But I also haven't reached out. So uh, I'll take responsibility for being lazy. It's a hobby. <laughs> uh, and then pop into the the chat room, the, the chatty chat, whatever it is called. Uh, that will be removed, I think, August 12th. We're moving to the new chat room which is going to be fun, so hopefully that works out. But at the moment, we have two chat rooms, so if you don't like one, go into the other. It's like a nightclub where you can go from the metal room into the goth room and wonder why they're all wearing black. Mind you, in Melbourne, we all wear black, so being a metalhead slash goth in Melbourne's not that exciting. Mind you, in Brisbane or Florida, yeah. No. Yeah. Now, I have been joined by Raz, Cortec, and Bruce McDonald, the usual suspects for Planet Collingwood. Uh, Raz, how ye be? I'm good. I'm good. All good in here. Well, it's been quiet the whole week, but yeah, everything A-OK. Excellent. And probably warm, too, because it's bloody cold here. Uh, someone, uh, our northern, <laughs> our New South Wales correspondent has gone back to the motherland and um, he's not liking it, really, because it, it's English weather. Cortec, how's the English weather? It's 7.04 a.m. and uh, overcast, as usual. Yeah, yeah. yeah lucky <laughs> no, it's, it's... Been really, it's been really nice over here, actually, but it's uh, it's overcast today. Yeah, but, it, yeah, it, it's Britain, so I'm amazed it's not raining. No, I mean, there's summer last, yeah, summer lasts for two days. As well as, um, you know, oh, geez, it's hot today. It's 23 degrees Celsius. What are you talking about? Oh, it's, it's like, blooming hot. I had to put on, my, you know, put on my thin T-shirt for this. It's actually pretty cool over here. It's getting, like, really early, but it goes to it gets dark about 10.30. So by the time it's actually dark, it's like a time to kind of start wrapping things up-ish. Nice, fair enough. Our Central american correspondent ex-canadian and i would say he's proud of that because canadia's going nuts uh bruce mcdonald how are you bruce good 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 thanks excellent and of course we've got b young in the house yo well we've been joined by brandon young which i believe are you still in boston or just the accent uh just the accents there but i'm still i'm <laughs> okay where the hell is that? Ben Bankman hanging out with good old Ben. Oh. 
Yeah, it's good. So let's see. Now, uh, it's a comedy show. Yeah. We're on Revolution Radio to just relieve some pressure, uh, give a different point. And for uh, all the doom and gloomers, uh, a two-hour rest. <laughs> let's be honest. And uh, there's many things to talk about. Um, let's uh, – jeez, uh, it's, it's only been a week. And you know, we, the last Collingwood, yeah, cool. We've moved to Rumble. I've had – I've got 24 followers. I did have six – I've got 691 subscribers on youtube so the, uh the build starts again but f you know frack youtube uh the course yeah it's all part of the, it's all part of my cunning plan of not being successful but doing god's work <laughs> uh <laughs> the flying spaghetti monster or great spirit or whatever you want to create i'm co-creating <laughs> i know what i'm talking about that was and what i well, uh woke up I woke up and I saw spaghetti flights. I was dreaming I was taking some special code from a book to somewhere to do something. So I woke up with the word spaghetti flights. I put it into the uh, into the interwobbles and I got the uh, God of the Spaghetti Monster thing. Ah, excellent. That's, um, that, that, ladies and gentlemen, that is probably the uh, most generic uh, description of a dream <laughs> as well. Uh, I did something and I went somewhere and something happened. <laughs> I woke up. It was just a tail end, and I was left with this. Oh, yeah, no, no, no! I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making I fun of. Doing? I'm not making fun of you because yeah, I could explain the same. Like I've had weird dreams this week. Oh, what happened? Well, <laughs> some, I did something, and I went somewhere, and I got something, and then something happened. Then I woke up. Uh... <laughs> That's basically the 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 Gospels, isn't it? The Bible essentially is <laughs> that story. <laughs> Well, oh. I should one day read them just so I can um, make Bruce freak out. Like, wait, you read them? It's like, yes, you not should. today. Yeah, well, just just those four, just those four. Join civilization. Uh, oh, easy time. Uh, hey, I've got the Mormon book. All right, the Book of Mormon, and I, I've said it before, and I'll say it's it. It's a humdinger. Oh yeah, I, I decided to read um, uh, during uh, Planet Color. Read the Book of Mormon, but I would only yeah. do one word at a time. And I after I said the first word of the book, I, and then I gave up. Yeah, it's it complicated <laughs> after that bit. Yeah, and then I remember Nighthawk saying like, you know, uh, watch Battlestar Galactica because it's very reminiscent. So um, I, I was lost for eight weeks because I was watching Battlestar Galactica. So there, there you go. America, America is a religion breeding ground, man. Yeah, it really yeah, is, well, you know, it well, really so is. What, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like after you know, um, I, I put up, you know, did the show, uh, had a couple of laughs, uh, edited, which is very quick and easy nowadays. Just you know, top and tail, bang, 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 up we go. Put the uh, the the show up onto the Rumble because I'm exclusive now. They don't know that, but sh and um, <laughs> the Supreme Court of the United States decided to throw a couple of. Uh, well, wrenches into people's Scotus. realities and uh, yeah, they, uh, they dropped a couple of mics because like remember on thursday u.s time it was oh yeah everyone every american is allowed to um have, conceal carry uh if you have a license if you do it properly you don't need to have a you have to um, prove if you have a reason and of course all the gun nuts went nuts uh, however you may not remember that because it was like six days ago. Because on Friday, did you know what the SCOTUS did? Oh, no. the Roe versus Wade? Oh, yeah. They, they, they finally the... gave Doctor Who a gun, I think. 
that yeah, some people probably uh, react that way. It's like, oh my god, the doctor. You picked has a, a bad week. week to get knocked up accidentally, Cortec. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, women, eh? Uh, Stay out of those pubs, week. Cortec. Stay out of those pubs. <laughs> yeah, oh, just use you a code hanger. American Psychos. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, uh, but oh well, okay. Um, no, don't use a coat hanger. Just go to a, <laughs> just go to a democratic state where abortion's still legal. <laughs> That's they want to have. Well, let's unpack this. There's so much comedy involved. I was listening to Strange Universe just earlier, so I may be channeling um, Sean a bit, <laughs> but it, it's the, the ridiculous of it because. All right. Um, I, this, I always say this, but it shuts the conversation down usually. However, hey. not not here. <laughs> what actually happened the, is, the uh, yeah, the, the uh, they moved uh, the authority for legislation from federal to the states. Yes. Interesting enough, that's what happens in Australia. Like it, the federal government doesn't do it; it's all the states that do it. Now, on top of the uh, Cortec, right. I don't know if you are aware of this. There are people protesting the uh american consulate in australia oh my god yeah hmm. yeah like really <laughs> why why are you complaining about other like com- a, yeah that would be like a federal consulate though wouldn't it at that level if yeah, what you're yeah, saying yeah, is yeah, it's been passed yeah, in the it's, states the, it's the u.s it's the u.s government um and it's an embassy in australia where um we can hang out and well you know let the cia tell us what we have to do pine gap's a good example <laughs> Yeah. My point well, is, when I pro- my yeah. point is very quickly, Brandon. My point is, there's people here protesting the decision in the United he, States, thinking that's going to do anything. That Brandon Young, right. he's the smartest guy here, man. He already got a vasectomy. He's tripled his Tinder game. That's right. That's right. Thank you, Bruce. Um, <laughs> I have, I've had triple vasectomies. Wait, hello. Is there anybody in the audience? Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing on the inside, Bruce. Monty, that was a good one. That yeah. was a good one. But, you know, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't upped my game into the vasectomy um, part of it yet. But, uh, <laughs> I, I just lost weight. Control is a good. I am, I am pro certain things. Um, I think um, actually the SCOTUS opinion has been very narrow in scope, and like, and people, it doesn't have as great ramifications as uh, people are flipping yeah. out over it right. on both sides for celebration and. So on some sides, yeah, and on other sides, it's uh, protest. Now, what I don't understand is, uh, I, uh, is that um, here I am in a state. You're saying like it's being reverted to the state government. Now, I want to protest the feds. I protest in my state. You know, so it's like, what's the jurisdiction there? That's supposed to be a joke, and it totally fell flat. <laughs> but anyway. No, right. Don't worry. We'll get it in about fifteen minutes. <laughs> it's a grower. It's just going to sit in the back of the mind. Ah, uh, but you are correct. Uh, that's as Sean pointed out in the last hour on Strange Universe on Studio B. It's been moved for Hawk's Nest to Studio B. I think Uh-oh. Sean is taking over the show one channel at a time. Uh-oh. Now, uh, basically, this week soon you're going to have Democrats so in a Democratic nice. city in a Democratic state burning the city down for uh, protesting for rights they already have. Gasoline and flares. And all these bricks that happen to turn up, just like on Mario. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, are they going to supply tiles and bricks this time? 
Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. But that's the that's that's this is the mentality where like, oh my god, you know, they're banning abortion. They haven't said that at all. They've just kicked the, the illegal can to the states, <laughs> and everyone's freaking out. Ah, uh, it's hilarious. Now, uh, while I remember it, because I'm sure we'll just spend most of the time on this, making fun of, uh, you know, the, you know, the left have a lot of mental illness. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I need to have a mental Father. day. I I Disturbed. need to have a yeah. Oh yeah. Now, Count Dankula. Are you familiar with Count Dankula, a Scottish chap who went to jail because he taught his dog the Nazi salute? Yes. Yes. Is this yes. The, the the guy that has Hateful the chocolate bastard. cereal? That's really good. It's um. No. 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 That's yeah, no. no. <laughs> that's no. Count Dankula. <laughs> this dude's a this dude's a Glasgow special. Oh, that's I Count, think he's Count actually chocolate. Edinburgh from Edinburgh. Yeah. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah um, he basically changed his avatar or you know, profile pic on Twitter to um, – he photoshopped his own face on one of the um, Supreme Court justices. Uh, so it's his face, you know, with the black robe, and he responded to the allegedly former uh, – the former vice president of the United States, Joe Biden, and something like, we thought long and hard about this, Mr. President, <laughs> and everyone went ballistic. Because, In short, people think that Count Dankula is on the Supreme Court. Oh, Justice <laughs> Dankula, yeah. Yeah, uh, and so now he's, he's referred to Justice he's Dankula. Written, to be fair, he's written some great dissenting opinions. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, he's I tend to agree. For a yeah. guy who did an almost nonsensical thing, and this is for years ago, he's awfully prolific, almost narcissistically yeah. so. But as long as he riles uh, liberals, it's good to me, you know. You know, I'm. Oh, okay with yeah. he, he's actually count? shared. He shared messages from insane liberal types from the United States. I hope you die. I hope your wife yeah. dies. I, yeah. He's on the on the Sargon, you know, wagon. Yeah. He's, he's, he's from those sides. Yeah, he he, um, went, he actually toured the States and he um, he interviewed Alex Jones live in the studio. <laughs> That's a very interesting interview. Uh, but, he, yeah, there, um, there's, there's one guy there's one guy that said, I, I hate you, I kill you, what state are you from? And never message back because obviously he did some research. <laughs> like, hang on, where? He received a dispatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that's the that's the uh, charming, sexy man, and he's bred, ladies and gentlemen. Count Dankula has a child. So, there you go. Yeah, like um, he he had sex with his wife. I'm not saying he just picked one up on the street. It's like, oh, hey, you come here. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's if you're on if you're on the Twitterverse, uh, and I think, well, I know two of you are half uh, Cortec and Brandon. You're not on Twitter, eh? Of course, I am. Yeah. Oh, Brandon. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, just check I'm out. starting more. Yeah, well, see, if you approach it from comedy and, you know, if you start going, this is silly, just walk away. That's the fun part about Twitter. Don't scroll for 45 minutes like I do. Mainly I'm yeah. trying to look for comedy. But, yeah, he's changed his um, title to Justice uh, Tankula. And, I yeah, told it, you, yeah. It, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Just, um, you know how I'm usually on, I, I'm uh, optimistic with a hint of cynicism and I have hope for humanity. Uh, however, with everything no. I've said, yeah. <laughs> oh, shut up, man. <laughs> oh, oh, come on, Brandon. Don't, I'll, I'll tell mom. 
This is my basement, <laughs> and I look playing D and D, and I'm Dungeon Master. Listen, my point being, stay over here. You don't touch my drum set, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at it, don't play it. Uh, yeah. Now it's uh, don't even look at it. Don't even. Yeah, look yeah. At just it. the response to this whole Roe versus Wade thing. I like, oh, geez, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, I couldn't stand up in a court of law, basically. <laughs> like humanity effed in the head. Yeah, you, you've got some good evidence here, uh, my friend. <laughs> I did. I didn't open mic tonight. I said. I said. Everybody. Everybody's talking about this Roe versus Wade. I'm like, what is that? Uh, sushi versus a basketball player. <laughs> I, I like uh, it. Um, uh, what do you think about this Roe versus Wade? Oh, I don't follow boxing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so. what's all what's all this with this Roe versus this Wade? I said, what? I'm a. I'm, uh, something about what is it? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, something yeah. like that. Yeah, there you go. I like yeah, Sean. Um, Sean actually has a joke about like AO. Yeah, they asked AOC about Roe versus Wade. Well, how else are the Mexicans going to get across the green uh, green <laughs> um, oh, from the border? So yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, enough Sean references because people are going. This guy sounds awesome. I'll change over, and you know, tens of people listening. Tens. And yeah, it's 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 just so weird now. Uh, you know, the question. Lead us, Monty. Lead us. Take <laughs> yeah, this conversation. Mush. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I will. I'll, I'll go for I'll a walk about because because there's a there's a question in my head. last time last time I I I ask, are they trying to depopulate us or make us reproduce more? And now Roe v. Wade hits. So where are we swinging here, crew? Oh, more towards a increase more in population. Robots. Right. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, I, I would say there's a small group of elites. Some may eat babies. I'm not sure. You know, the lizard wizards. Um, they're a collective. No, they're not in charge. And they're uh, awful uh, delicious. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, I, I love want... children. I can't eat a whole one, of course. Um, but my point being, <laughs> <laughs> just quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and a white wine sauce. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's delish. Red. Uh, the, <laughs> there's a cooking show, you know, cooking with the Clintons. All right, oh. everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, here's a staffer that committed suicide oh, recently. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, we can talk about the capital, uh, the J6, as it's called now, uh, but in a, in, a, in a second. Uh, I think, yeah, Raz, to answer your question, I think there's a small group of people who want to control the world, are going for um, depopulation, but the um, the sole collective of humanity slash um, unconscious has gone, no, and there's just burst, you know, there's that swing. Ain't going to happen. Talk yeah, to it's the like, hand, Mr. World Ruler. Yeah, it's like, uh, we need to, I mean, even, you know, Bill Gates is not trying to depopulate. Then explain the sentence, we can de- we can get the population down through vaccines. Now, yeah. <laughs> like, apart They're from really death, not even hiding it. it. It's just like, you could not make a competent defense that you didn't know at this point in history. They're literally telling you now, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. No, I'm just listening. Why don't you try it? <laughs> Yeah, no, you know, there's a, subtitle, so there's, a subtitle, there's a subtitle button at the bottom. Maybe turn that on and read what he's saying. I am so bored of trying to get through that walnut shell consciousness that will not accept what's going on. I'm, I, I, I've mentally prepared myself to accept some losses going into the future, Monty. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're all, uh, I mean, I don't really talk about that much. I don't go to the house that much. It's it's all people out there. So, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, 
it used to be where you could go out and you know um love the adventure and meet people and let you know the universe do synchronicity however in these times you say the wrong word and you have chairs thrown at you what do you mean (laughs) oh my god you're a right wing nut job blah 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 like all i said was i don't like the last jedi script you just gotta ease into the conversation a bit more just skirt around the edges see you know test the waters read the room yeah actually i would say i would say most of the general public are over a lot of this like I went, I finally went to a friend's birthday at a, a venue, and uh, there was no talk about lockdowns or virus or or um, vaccines. It was like, yeah, yeah, we're over that. Let's just let's just do something out. They want that pure escapism in that respect. There was no shrimp like, oh, what do you think? Barbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we don't all do that. That's just good advertising from Paul Hogan. Oh, anyway, he put a trip on the Barbie. Does. Why? You ruin the. I don't want. Because that's not a knife. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> kind of scary. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Oh, let's just reference a a, a movie from 1986. <laughs> it's, it's just it's weird. Just, the overseas uh, advertising just, over over here they still sell uh, Fosters. You can't buy it in Australia. No, because oh, we uh, really? we export it. Yeah. We we keep uh, we have Crown Lager, which yeah, we'll just call it a rumor. You um, can't even drink your own exotic beer. No, we can, that sucks, um, but it's we wouldn't want to. It's like having sex sex in a canoe. Um, <laughs> just like you. <laughs> I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say that. Yes, yeah. Really like, amazing. I, I, no. <laughs> well, oh. <laughs> and wet and cold. <laughs> yeah. All oh, What are you doing with that paddle now? Um, it's a fish. It, it's like you know, um, effing close to water. That's the the Monty Python joke. Uh, yeah, we export Fosters and we drink all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> so yeah, that that's how I, I'm a I'm a Carlton Draft man myself. There's Melbourne Bitter, yeah. um, VB, the old Victorian Bitter, but I drank too much of that in the in the uh, in my teenage years. To quote Van Halen, um, everyone gets a share of alcohol, and I drank mine all at once. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, that Eddie knows, because <laughs> like, he battled. He was um, great. Well, um, he was like, uh, his, his son referred to him, he's like, uh, well, someone referred to him as he's the Beethoven of guitarists in the modern age. Right. And it's like, right. yeah, like when, yeah, when Van Halen released their first album, everyone, they called it the Brown Sound. And Sean's been damn it <laughs> sean's been playing um van halen it's like oh that's so good you know mid-70s rock but it's like oh that's so metal <laughs> yeah tone man the tone well he's right. an extraordinary guitarist you know yeah yeah lead us Monty. yeah lead and 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 yes. one of the biggest songs from van halen is jump and eddie plays keyboards <laughs> i always thought that was about suicide jump might as well jump. Bam, bam. It's like, yeah, greatest guitarist in the world, and you have him on keyboards. <laughs> so, so yeah. who was the original Van Halen? Was was David Lee Roth in it? Yes, David Lee Roth, Mark Antony, and uh, the brothers, Alex and Eddie. And it's they so use he, their last name. So David Lee Roth is a paramedic now. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yep. What, what a weird life turn, eh? interesting guy uh, yeah well i mean he he um 
<coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Eddie at Van Halen said here, um, uh, David Lee Roth has LSD, lead singer disease. Uh, and yeah. so I'm sure um, yeah, uh, <laughs> David has survived many a, a turn with the old uh, drugsy there. So him becoming a paramedic, I'm, I'm giving back, <laughs> paying it forward. Right. I've survived so I can save others. I will survive. Do you remember that 90s song they did? It was like black and white, and with this is with Sammy Hagar, and it was um, it was like 90 minutes, someone dies of starvation, and it would it was like right now that song. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. I think that was some um, weird. Uh, yeah, they they called their album. What can we call the album? And uh, I'll I'll just give the title because yeah, you're brief for unlawful carnal knowledge. It's like yeah, we'll call our album. We'll call our album Frack. And that had the great Whoa. song Pound Cake and me being a teenager and a perv and like, what type of cake is that? <laughs> Pound. And that's the fun part about, you know, hashtag me too. But for the older generation, i.e. boomers, the hashtag was called Pound, the pound symbol. So that makes oh. pound, <laughs> pound me too. All right. Right. Uh, America. Yeah, well, yeah. Anything, everything is possible and nothing is real. Life is meaningless till you give it meaning. And Earth is unique. Very, very unique. (laughs) It's an open mic. (laughs) It basically is. It's it's so funny. um, With Roe versus Wade, all the left are are just melting down. Uh, And and like... (laughs) I've seen a little bit of it, yeah. Well, I mean, stereo. Yeah, protesting. They're they're protesting. I mean, there's one woman uh, who basically standing with her two kids, holding a sign, um, saying, "You should never force this onto people." Like, yeah, that's good parenting. (laughs) Yeah. Boys, come on, we're going to protest. I don't like these little. (laughs) Part of digital history now. The kids will use that in therapy. They could probably win a case against her now. Yeah, yeah. Emancipate yeah. like that uh, yeah. Will Smith kid. Emancipate. Are you yeah. um, familiar with uh, the band Green Day? Yes. I am. Yes. Mm. Billy Joe Armstrong, the main songwriter, uh, guitarist, vocalist, while in One England. Arm. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's the drummer from Def Leppard. Uh, while arms. in England. He actually said, um, uh, F America, I'm going to renounce my citizenship and move here. And then Paul Joseph Watson on Twitter, day eight, day four of Billy Joe not renouncing his citizenship. Yeah. Oh, and I haven't seen Whoopi go nuts because I don't really need – I like Whoopi in Star Trek when she was thinner. Um, she's yeah. losing her mind as well. well she would be the first time. Yeah. Yeah, would it be, yeah. Well, no, okay, she's reaffirming that she's lost her mind. You know, um, there, will be, there will be a lot of Hollywood super soldiers unleashed on Twitter making their 30 seconds, oh, my God, yeah, and then they'll go yeah. back to their corner. We're, we're seeing that, yeah, just like, you know, if you want to see um, possible possession of demons, the people <laughs> go to TikTok. I'm so angry right now. Ah! And, yeah. As we said, it's just um, the shifting of authority. But the, everyone, the way they're spinning it is like, no, abortion is completely illegal all through space and time now. Mm. So we yeah. have a farm, and the farm is 
you will eat the bug, you will live in the food, you will have the baby. And now uh, they're trying to make a bigger farm here because ultimately oh, it will lead to a bigger farm. Is and, that because uh, of the side effects of uh, of the last two years trying to make a profit and they didn't know that it, no one would want to go back to work? Who knows? Sort of. But if we look at the whole population depopulation thing, I concur they're trying to make a bigger farm, try to amass as many soul as they can, get as many soul as they can in here before wham, bam, you will eat the bug, you will live in the pud, well, if you and go, you will have the baby. Yeah, well, well, maybe with the baby, because if you've seen or read 1984, um, they outlawed sex, because uh, you can't have population growth if you want to try and control. And if you see the leftists, like the... Uh, the protest in Washington DC, uh, they're all twerking for abortion. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, wow. that, that, that that's gonna, uh, you know, <laughs> that's gonna um, sway Clarence Thomas. I'm sorry, you know, I made Martin a mistake. Luther King uh, had a had a dream, and that was his dream realized. Is mm-hmm. uh, yeah, people twerking in the nation's capital <laughs> for abortion. <laughs> I thought it was about the spaghetti monster again. No. <laughs> oh, that too, that as well. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. He, he praised the spaghetti monster and said, "Now, have you seen the footage? There, a person. I, I'm thinking they've got male bone structure. You know, you got to be careful these man. days. No, man. no, no, no. They, um, they dressed as the top half is a penis, and between their legs oh. is a vagina. And in front of kids, he um has sex with himself. Oh." Yeah, yeah, that's hmm. protesting. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, so I can see why people say it's the fall of Ro- uh, fall of uh, the Roman Empire with Wi-Fi. Uh, but you know what, Monty? Like, you, you got to have the right to protest, and I think it works for both sides in some sense. I mean, obvi- <clears throat> I mean, I think I'm protected when I when I rob a bank, and it's obviously for protest of this silly abortion. No, we'll thing. see. Now the thing is, right? if I break, and if I, I break in. If I break into your house to steal uh, your money and you shoot me, I'm in the right. No, no, I'm just saying when I actually robbed the bank yesterday um, for protest, um, I'm, I'm doing it out of protest. And when I go to and eat all the food at the restaurant and leave, uh, it's for protest. It's not. I, I, so, so you're saying let's let's expand this. Are you saying that the Russian invasion of um, Eastern Korea, uh, Ukraine is them just protesting peacefully? Yes, yes. This is okay. all a protest, and um, and that way you get away with everything. You know, mm-hmm. it's basically you can do anything and and do anything in front of kids that's inappropriate and because um, yeah, it's freedom. Like that as because it's just protesting, and yeah. um, so basically I've been robbing banks and uh, it's going well so far. I mean, as a protest, <laughs> it's really you, it's, yeah. It's I'm just more beneficial. Do you live in California? Because, like, going shopping in California, as long as you steal less than $250, you're fine. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. It's great there. I can just run to any store. I think they have this law now where you can go into any – and it's free up to $250. So you yeah. just yep. take what you can get out of there. And, um, <laughs> just, you just, every day. As you've got garbage bags full of um, shampoo, just like, these are samples, and then leave. Well, well those things can rip. So what we you get usually generally is you go in there with a wheelchair and you think they you pretend that you're disabled for a minute. Oh, and then what nice. you do is you you kind of yeah. Anyway, it's a long thing, but you kids will get the art of protesting someday. 
So um, that's is that how doing. you is that how you still um, you know rob all the banks? You you wheel in on a on a um, well, wheel scooter. In. Yeah, that's exactly. Well, I, I actually go through the drive-through, then that kind of throws them <laughs> off. Wow, a bit. It throws them off. They're like, what? "I'm like, it's well, I'm well within my rights. Don't you tell me." And this, and uh, they look. I'm like, "Read this," and they <laughs> read it, and it says, "I have a gun. Pack <laughs> it up. Pack I have an I have a nug. <laughs> if to you quote move, the man. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah I, I I tried that at a um. Uh, uh, at a McDonald's at the drive-through, I, I threatened them at one Z. Okay, second window, and they handed all over the cash. That you know, this is how everything's going. Yeah, no, that's yeah. exactly right. Thank you, Cortec, for sharing that. Aussie CEO of ninety-eight billion dollar investment. Yeah, because yeah, yeah he's, we, he's, do, he's we do, we do, we sit do, on the beach. I, yeah, no, we we do lord, the Lord's work and we scrounge, and then Captain Fluffy Pants. <laughs> 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 Captain um, Bumbag. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah Captain. <laughs> Beware. Uh, should we go back to port? Uh, yes. Why? Why should we go back to port? It's a beautiful sunny day. Just over there. See that ship? That's Captain Bumbag, the terror of the North Sea. I really do. I just love these these unintentional side unintentional side effects that always happen from these. Daylight robberies and these operations that are trying to just do you know, shift money into people's hands—it's always unexpected and it's always better. Yeah. Well, when has it, I mean in Australia, I don't think when was the last time there was actually a bank robbery because every bank now has those shields that go up, or they're, think, they're or they're closed completely. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, now I'll see the stealing of an ATM—that that's possible. Yeah, I think it was over Max Mad Max Fury Road. Um, <laughs> If I recall no, that, correctly. No, it was just a protest of how bad it was. Because apparently, ah, you know, that's right. See, that's that's the far left wokeism coming in, where uh, the 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 title character isn't the actual main character in the story. Yeah, like right. Obi Wan Kenobi or Morton um, Joe. Uh, yeah. uh, Doctor Strange and the Madness of the Multiverse and everything else like that. So, like, hang on, aren't you the main character? Yeah, but the other character, we'll we'll focus on them. I think I'd have to backflip on this work business if they want more people back to work. It's I, went had a look at, I went and had a look at uh, the Shakespeare's Globe yesterday, Ooh. and you can there was a matinee on just to see. It was amazing. You know, it was massive mm-hmm. history. Yeah. And so you walk in there, and they say, well, there's a matinee on. You can uh, go in for five bucks and have a look if you want. And they go, oh, that sounds great. Let's go have a look. And so we walk in, and then we go, well, what's playing? They go, um, Henry VIII. Oh well, that sounds a bit different. Oh, it's a it's been it's been rewritten by a. Yeah. By, by, <laughs> was, was this I mean, one of the I'm quotes? Was this play. one of the yeah. was this one of the one of his quotes? It's been written written. Does thy strap on lie idle on shelf? Oh my God, you're not far off. I, I was in there for I was in there for three seconds. You know, oh, amazing. Look at this. Oh, it's a lot smaller than you think. This is this is this is amazing. That truth. And then you know, people jumping around on stage, and then all of a sudden, there's a giant gold cock and balls on stage. Oh. Like, I've, I've, I have seen enough. I'll see, I'll see you guys yeah. when you come. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, when you finish the matinee, I'll come back in because oh. if you like sound and science, that the because it's a rep. I don't think it's 100% the same. It's obviously yeah, up to modern standards, but like that, it? yeah, it's a little bit smaller, I think, um, maybe because of the property that they bought. However, the, it's 
yeah, this is Cortex. Uh, can you bring it up on the screen for me? Uh, it's 13 sides or 17 sides. It's mathematically, it's like, apparently it's where the, the Globe smart, Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the way that it was um, constructed. You can stand in the middle of the stage at the front and whisper yeah. and everyone can hear it type thing. It, yeah. It's just fascinating. This is why in the Doctor Who episode, it makes sense <laughs> where, where um, they start chanting this uh, weird code to send yeah. back the aliens. It's it's fascinating. Uh, and what, what, late 1600s uh, that it was constructed and all that. Interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. You, and, do, you definitely don't need a mic in there. It's amazing. No, well, no, well that's the thing. It's, I was yeah. just getting at very quickly, is uh, they had the knowledge to do that. I mean, Shakespeare wrote yeah, it, yeah. <clears throat> allegedly, or was it a group of people? They built that, and then we all got dumber, and then now we're the smartest humans on the planet, right. which is, <laughs> yeah, that's why we twerk for protesting. <laughs> Dost thou protest? No, uh, so, <laughs> does just so. thou protest surely you cannot see my twerk yeah right <laughs> so who do you guys think it was twerk. i think it so i think it like i was just getting into this and i've been getting really into shakespeare's later works and especially the tempest with prospero and um and uh the rest and uriel and and um it's about a magician, you know, um, and it's basically a, a, a take on the philosopher king of Plato and stuff. <laughs> really interesting stuff, but I do think that he stood for a group of people, a small group of people. Like like today we would say The Simpsons created by Matt Groening, right? But we all know that a lot of other writers were part of the Simpsons, Conan O'Brien, Bob Odenkirk, you know, the voices. Yeah, the writers. Yeah, Shakespeare had a writer's room. He did? To have Francis Bank, so. uh, you know, Lord Francis Bacon. There had been Ben Johnson, I think, and yeah. uh, contemporaries, essentially. Um, and maybe some people that you don't know, you know. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Can we just point uh, out, um, you know, how people get names? That's probably one of the laziest names like, you know, <laughs> father, do we have a family name? Oh, not yet. But they asked him, well, can you think of one? No, I've, I've got one. There I was at breakfast. We're going to be called ourselves bacon. <laughs> no, you know, where it came from was, um, I, remember, I know how Bill got his last name. And he, he was, uh, his fan, his dad was there in the garden. And he's like, dad, what are we going to call ourselves? And he's like, I don't know, son, but I can't. One thing's for sure. I can't stop shaking the spear. You know? <laughs> and he's like, they put two and two together, and sure enough, they're the Shakespeare's, yeah. you know. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. So Brand- wrote upon Avon. Yeah, yes. Brandon Young. Oh, you look young, I lad. <laughs> yeah, eternally old. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's an. Sometimes it can be ironic. Like you'll meet a baker, and all they do is eat fried food. You know, and it's like, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, that DNA it's, lineage it's not, just kicking in. <laughs> right, you're going against the grain, you know, to evolve or whatever. Pun intended. But, yeah, so it's interesting. That's that's very true. Well, that's like uh, in um, in Ireland, they use the town like O'Leary. Uh, it's yes. uh, the, the O is just shortening of of. That's right, and day and yeah, and all that. And uh, it's a really cool uh, name, and it would have been. You know Hugh de Champagne? He's one of the first, like, big-time pagan Roman 
uh, lines in France, the Merovingian line. I uh, hear about that a lot. But this guy, Hugh de Payen, um, Hugh de uh, Champagne. No, I'm sorry, go back. Did you just say, who you paying? It, was he in taxes? It just sounds like, yeah. <laughs> who you paying? <laughs> who you paying? He was a no, no, my name. No, you're saying my name is completely wrong, you insolent no. fool. Yes, you do not understand, you see. Um, but to, no, so the Hugh de Champagne, it, I mean, how awesome would it be called like Monty of Champagne? That's like a cool DJ name, you know, like <laughs> I, DJ I, Champagne or something. You at, know? The, at the moment, I'm uh, uh, Monty of Nutter Wadding. Yes. Yeah, I'd go with Champagne. Yeah. Champagne? It's pronounced Champagne. <laughs> it is. You it can't actually call yourself Champagne if you don't li- live here. <laughs> so Bruce Sorry. would be um, Bruce Mac Telemacher. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, like that. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Telemaker does sound like you're hitting someone in the balls. Well, uh, you know, it's it's I unfortunate Bruce projecting. <laughs> it's, unfor- it's unfortunate Bruce was <laughs> named after um a duck. Um and um his last name, Donald the Duck, as everybody knows, is a beloved cartoon character. I don't know, right. does he doesn't wear pants. Obviously, the name does not go past Disney at all. We Where's, know that for sure. Wear short pants, Monty. Short pants. <laughs> no, Donald Duck just wears a shirt. He's got yeah. short pants on sometimes. Huey, uh, Louie, and Dewey have have the short pants on. Oh well, yeah, we've got to keep him respectable. And Scrooge yeah. McDuck has enough money he could buy a whole suit. Yes. Well, he swims in gold. Yeah. And if you think about that, that's going to be extremely painful. Yeah, I mean, who wants to swallow gold and then spit it up? <laughs> well, you know, or try, you know, you try and um, you dive down and then get stuck and get crushed by three tons of gold. That sounds like right. a good idea. Yeah. What happened, what happened to Uncle Scrooge? <laughs> he he oh. um, drowned. <laughs> yeah. People getting it dirty and everything, you know. It's like, yeah. how do you even clean it? <laughs> yeah, like, do you have one of those roving things that just go around? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, who's helping him out? Is there? Is it just his? You know, I want these are the questions that need to be answered. Mm. By, I could, and I hope the disclosure movement will uh, answer the Donald Duck <laughs> mysteries. I hope now they put this at the top of the list of things that they need to work yeah, on. Yeah, well, now, now that the Senate has actually started investigating uh, UAPs, because if they say UFOs, they have to explain 70 years of lying, uh, we're moving on to uh, Saturday cartoons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, why, why, what was the pigeon actually holding? And why? Should, I understand you want to stop the pigeon, right. but why stop the pigeon? Stop the no, no, no one's seen Love that, that show. Song. No, oh, that it's song. a good. Oh, it's a great theme song, and and Wacky Races, which is just a ripoff of the movie The Great Race, which is that still holds up. Hmm. End credit scene <laughs> of Benny Hill still holds up. We. Well, actually, yeah, the the Benny Hill theme is used many a time. Hey, and lol. Lol, lol, lol number one. You're a bloody goal. Lead us, Monty. Lead us. I am. You have to follow. <laughs> it's a symbiotic I don't relationship. Know, man. I mean, it's, what are we talking about here? We're talking about like the price of bubble gum in Melbourne. Come on. What are we talking mm-hmm. about here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Let's mm-hmm. talk about right. something relevant. Like fried listening? food. 
<laughs> oh well, yeah. Speaking of Scotland, yeah, they fry, they deep fry pizza. They do, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they fry do? everything. Yeah, yeah. They, they get what? a frozen pizza, they put it in batter, and then deep fry it. I've had a, a hamburger in batter. Um, it's a heart stopping experience, but it's gorgeous. Oh. And of course, <laughs> deep, deep fried Mars bars, which uh, is like. How high was someone? <laughs> I've got an idea. Uh, I really am. I'm, I'm hankering for uh, like a potato cake or a scallop, but I want a Mars bar at the same time. Oh, the other guys go, no, it's going to melt. It's going to melt. No way this is going to work. No, yeah, deep fried oh, ice cream. Wow. Like, oh. <laughs> the goo, it hurts. Did you say a scallop? Yes, there's a great debate here in Australia. Uh, potato cakes? No, nah, it's called a scallop. It's just a flat bit of potato that's been put in batter and then fried. Oh, scallop potato. Okay, gotcha. Oh, great. Yeah, there's another word. Oh, <laughs> oh I don't know. I don't know. I mean, people have argued like pineapple on pizza. Yes, no, who cares? No, no it's not that. Yeah, I don't. Free will. It's free will. I like pineapple yeah. on pizza, so therefore I will eat pineapple on pizza. It's I know I someone salt. who hates. Yeah, yeah, some people. Uh, uh, I hate Vegemite. Then don't eat it. I will. This is a. Yeah. Everyone wins here. I don't. I'll slowly remove it from your reality, one jar at a time. <laughs> yeah, I heard overheard a conversation today at a store. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. Oh yeah, and uh, lady was like, she's like, uh uh-uh, uh, I don't eat any of that, but I do like a Vegemite. <laughs> you know what a Vegemite is? <laughs> and the other person was like, other person was like, no, what the heck's a Vegemite? You know, oh, Vegemite, he's got all the vitamins, and it's vegan, and it's vegetable, and it's, it's that's where you get vegan veggie from. But if some people don't like it, you spread it on that toast. Like she's getting, oh, it's so funny. It's yeah, so that's, good. Yeah, that, that see, the trick is, my fellow Americans that are listening, uh, you, you don't spread it like peanut butter. It, it's a thin spread. You just, you know, you coat the toast or bread just very thinly and lightly because if, you, if yeah. you go thick on it, you know. Peanut butter, you can, you know, people just get rid of the bread and just eat it from the jar. I spread <laughs> it like crunchy peanut butter until that whole bit of toast is black. Oh, yeah. You racist. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> like Vegemite on toast. So it's a black uh, spread, eh? Yeah. 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 In, in England, they have uh, Marmite. I think the closest thing that the United States would have would be Nutella. Yeah. That's no, that's well, chocolate. I said closest yeah. thing. I didn't also say Italian. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah. And so at certain point, uh, Bruce and Rose, if you want to step in with something actually important, um, yeah, we're just filling air. <laughs> no, I'm cool. Don't uh, worry. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like you know the the uh, geopolitical game a little bit. You know, I don't want to bring anybody down, but you know, I kind of go at it like like a sports geek with statistics and stuff like that. You know, it's just oh, kind of a well, I do have a question. Uh, go on. A hobby horse, if ever anybody's read that horribly no, was long and boring. Now, I was looking at the girl with big tits when you said that with number one. <laughs> Someone's sharing. Uh, my question no, is, my, my question is, uh, Israel uh, had replaced Uh-oh. their government, didn't they? Well, some in time like, ago. In the last week, though. The Knesset. Oh, I had... I hadn't heard that. Yeah. They've also, um, and you're not seeing this on the mainstream news, 
they're being very provocative in Syria. So a kind of a standing truce, um, not a ceasefire, but a, a truce was achieved between Israel and Russia when Russia agreed to sort of uh, pull out of that region. I think, I think they still have military advisors there, but you know, but and one of one of the one of the conditions the Russians had was okay. We know fighting is going to continue, you know, and please only attack what you consider to be guerrilla mili military targets within Syria. No civilian infrastructure. And what did Israel do? And they did it deliberately because they want to extend the Russian war, and they want to extend the Russian war because you know they have an interest in the Ukraine. There's a very special relationship. They're like almost twin countries in a way now at this stage in history, Israel and the Ukraine, from the Jewish uh, homeland uh, perspective, you know, people who want a home, a country for a Jewish culture, um, which, yeah, so that is a bad thing. And I don't think, uh, you know, Putin has responded to that, but it's very difficult for me to look at the news and see us as the good guys. And there's very few places I can talk about this. I can't talk about it, you know, with my family or my friends, really. I mean, most people just buy what they're being told, right? And yeah. um, that's true. It's just it's just a horrible thing that's going on right now, and and it obfuscates even darker things, right? And I, the the way they're celebrating this Zelensky guy, it's it's just unbelievable, man. Mm -hmm. There's something really creepy about this, and 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 we're. You know, if we take this bait, first of all, we shouldn't take the bait because it's got nothing to do with us. Um, Vladimir Putin had a legitimate reason for doing what he did. He never should have been kicked out of the G8 in 2014 um, for annexing the Crimea. Never should have been kicked out for that. Um, he's just defending his territory. And that's all there. And any country would do the same thing. So we're basically saying we don't give him the same dignity we give ourselves at the level of international strategy and at the level of domestic information dissemination. It's like, oh, the bad man attacked a completely innocent country that that is basically the cartels laundering machine for the whole every the yakas wash their money in you. Everybody washes any criminal organization that has hit the billions washes their money in Ukraine. It is it is it is the financial cesspool of the world. There are other financial havens. I live in I live on the Caribbean side of Costa Rica and the Caribbean islands are famous for cash havens and tax havens and stuff like that and, and unnamed corporations. But Ukraine is like it's like next level. It's it's like it it's like imagine if Saul Goodman was a country from Breaking Bad, okay? That's the <laughs> Ukraine. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, can we get a little, you know, a little, a little socioeconomic uh, conversation going, or you guys want to stay with like well, butter? Not now, no, not now, because we were, and then you pointed it out, like, can we? And so I'm, I'm a rebe I'm rebelling. Of course we can. Yeah. I mean, so, <laughs> just so, let yeah. it, un just let it unfold naturally. Now, talking said, point three. Uh, what's going on well, there? I'm just. It's just like. 15 seconds before Cortec takes us back to the new paddle for PlayStation 5 or something. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> there is there is a big summer oh, sale on Steam, just saying. <laughs> so if you, now, if you set him up, Bruce, he's going to knock him down. Go ahead, Rex. Oh, my God. Now, I do want to chime in because in terms of Ukraine versus Russia, Ukraine is completely gone. Gone. Oh. 
the death it doesn't have huge blood sacrifice doesn't have huge. anyone to even hold a weapon these days and now we have israel shoving their nose i know no pun intended but uh in, in in the you know russian affairs it's it's quite something quite something it's really a sort of um the audacity of that nation really because they have yes. no reason to step to, to to step in there but they want to exacerbate it like like bruce said they got their insert in there did you know one of the politician in there is a drag queen and now uh, the president is what well, uh actor Maybe. they're absolutely well, the ukrainian clown. justin trudeau is what he is basically the ukrainian just he's an actor He's up there playing a role. That's why you see him posing with so many actors. You know, Sean Penn, Ben Stiller, all these famous actors with, you know, half a billion dollar insurance policies on their lives are going into what is allegedly the most dangerous part of the world now. I mean, come on. Boris Johnson, if you remember Boris Johnson visited Ukraine, he's walking around with um, maybe three bodyguards. He goes to Manchester, a city in his own country, in the United Kingdom, and wears a bulletproof vest. My question yeah. is, what the hell is happening in Manchester that's worse than Ukraine? Yeah. That whole Ben Stiller oh, going over just... there didn't really add much credibility to the whole thing. No, no, not really. I mean, you two did a, a concert um, underground, and it's like, for a war-torn country, um, they're getting a lot of celebrities. <laughs> Why? Uh, it's all pushing the narrative, because, you know, um, no one mentions the neo-Nazis. And they've been in conflict, uh, I think, in the Donbass area for well, eight years. And then the Russians go in to try and say, no, remember when Russia went into Syria and in one week, like Obama was in Syria, oh, it's going to take a long time. It's been eight months. Uh, Putin sends in his army and military. And in one week, they achieve more than the United States. Right. Point I would like to make is that um, Bruce um, Bruce's point is that you know um, the United States. Well, the United States would like to think of it as separate from this, but it's very much responsible for Israel and um, as a proxy state almost uh, to use it um, to go to war and to um, and to do and to keep the war going. And uh, they're in no position. We're, we are no, in no position to have a moral authority on uh, yeah. how to yeah. go to war in the international Absolutely. community because uh, we're just as guilty, if not way more, than Russia is. Uh, look at any uh, war in modern but Brandon, times. But Brandon, to, to quote Paul Jason Watson, it's okay when we do it. Right. Yeah, it's... Um, uh, in Arizona, uh, protesters uh, for Roe versus Wade actually break through the fence, and then they scattered when the police turned up. So, like, <laughs> I'll get to that civil war uh, mentioned in a second. But they basically did the same thing that happened on January six, and it's like, well, one's yeah. an insurrection, one's a protest. And like, eh? yeah. Now speaking of January six, very quickly, um, the head guy of security who uh, was about to, the day, uh, I think was supposed to um, testify with new information for the hearings today, somehow got shot dead yesterday. Shot dead? Yeah. Probably getting sucks. himself a submarine sandwich. <laughs> yep. Yeah, in Chicago at 2, 2 a.m. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like, yeah, it's the, um, you know, Donald, Donald Trump trying to you know, grab Marty. Yeah, gra- mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and someone actually, um, put Jesse Smollett's face on the guy, uh, the, um, uh, limo driver for, um, thing. And then, um, Donald Trump grabbed the oh. steering wheel and screamed, this is mega country. Oh, well, we're up to the break already. This is, we're halfway Maggie through planet. We'll uh, sit uh, on his throne again. Planet Collingwood on Studio A, Revolution Radio. Just found out that Emo uh, Elmo has passed away from his COVID shot. We'll talk about that very soon. I mean, it was on Babylon B. You're listening to Revolution Radio Studio A. We'll see you on the other side. And we're back. Revolution Radio Studio A. This is Planet Collingwood. My name is Monty Dean. If you enjoyed the last hour, please go to freedomslips.com and or revolution.radio and donate to the station by clicking uh, the Patreon button, giving what you can. We're 100% listener supported, so all your help helps. We're also volunteering as well, so if you don't like the quality of said comedy, that's the joke. <laughs> hey, gotcha. Hey. Uh, I have been joined by Raz, Cortec, Bruce McDonald, and Brandon Young. Hi. It's ladies' night here at Planet Collingwood. Uh. Yeah. I would like a, a feminine touch uh, on the show, just to you know have you know another side. It's just it's it's all a bit male. But good luck finding. You know, people ask me, are you why are you single? Because I'm a spiritual uh, comedian metalhead. I'm unique. <laughs> oh well, hello, Mr. Monty. How are you? <laughs> oh, you sound like Whoa. a character. Yay. Uh, so yeah, the shocking news that Elmo, uh, who did get a, a vaccine vaccinated at the CDC, has passed away from COVID, which is kind of ironic because it's a puppy. Oh, Elmo's oh. sad. Oh, no. Elmo, <laughs> Elmo, Elmo dead from sad. Elmo dead from sad. <laughs> well, actually, it'd, it'd be sudden, sudden Muppet death syndrome. Uh, but the man Damn. who puts his hand up his butt is totally fine. Well, I don't know. Is it the one that's been charged with... Um, yeah, anyway. I don't think he was wearing gloves either. Oh, I mean... <laughs> yeah, why... why yeah, actually, I'm sure they had uh, the Muppets or the puppets wearing masks, which is kind of redundant <laughs> on the show. But, you know, narrative, ladies and gentlemen. So, well, all right, I'll just save time. Bruce, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I resent that, Monty. You're making me out to be the bad guy? Like, I'm the bad guy? What did I do? No, you know, you're not oh. the bad guy. It's like you'll actually bring up a subject and we can have a conversation compared to throwing let's... like a Super Bowl in an underground car park, which we did for the last right. hour. Ping, all right. Ping, ping, all right. Ping, ping, ping. You asked a question, I have an answer. I think we should begin to cultivate the atmosphere of a 12-step program that accepts the collapse of the Western civilization. I think we wow. should start to openly talk about this so and like, like, yeah, talk, like talk through it. So taking like um, first, way, we have the... to admit first step. You have to admit Western civilization is collapsing. Second step is you're powerless to control it. <laughs> Third step is you got to go apologize all right. to all the people you offended operating under Western imperialism. No, which um, is basically it, everyone. This is this is brilliantly structured. This is all intentional. This this is like moving a trailer home. This is what this is, except it's global and it has it's all digital. It's all on paper. It's all about where money flows and where the transactions happen. And we quietly and without really being told 
have had it taken away from us. Putin has won literally everything in this war, which makes me think that the intent of the West, because we have competent military leadership, you know, and by what I mean by that is strategic thinking, right? There's very competent military leadership in the United States. I mean, forgot you have military colleges there. I guess when I say you, I'm only speaking to Brandon here, but, um, well, look at West Point. So, with the, well, the Monty, I hadn't really hit my point yet. And I'm not I'm not sure a segue is is just just give me 30 seconds. OK, so, I mean, I've come to the conclusion that that this is completely intentional. OK, now you can put the doughty old man up there and say he's senile. Oh, my God. You know, it's it, it's like the American version of, you know, Mad King Henry or whatever. Come on. Like, it's ridiculous. This whole thing is a drama. It's wag the dog. I think it was all all settled under Trump. I think that's what that six trillion was about during COVID. I think there was a lot of backdoor finance, and I think America's bankrupt. And I don't know. We and I and I think there has yet to be a significant depopulation in the United States to set to, to satisfy the insolvency. There, I said it. Do you know? I would disagree. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Step number one. Hi, my name is Raz, and uh, Western civilization is collapsing. Yeah. You guys okay. need to say hi, Raz. Say it. Hi, Raz. Hi, Raz. Hi, Raz. <laughs> Thank you for being yeah. here. You're brave. Very. Yeah. Took a lot of courage. <laughs> even though. <laughs> Welcome to Global Anonymous. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, what's step so, two? I'm. I, I don't know. We're gonna. Improvise, I get, I guess. But to follow up, is the West really screwed? There are perspectives out there that says they are trying to cultivate the Asian world as the new West. I don't know how well that will go. But, but I, see what you mean. I see what you mean. Like the the mm. well, China making everything. Uh, the Australian government talking to India because they they realise. Uh, yeah. If China and the United States go to war, it's like, well, we have to pick a friend. And um, China is asshole. So. But the question is, what happens to the West? They'll they'll probably just abandon it and let it go destitute. They they can even move to um, Africa because Africa is going to have one hell of a population boom uh, within the next half a century. Africa is going to outclass India in terms of population. Uh, so yeah. That is going to happen, why, and we, why do you say that? I, I like I don't know the background to that statement, and I'm very curious. There is a lot of how do people overpopulate in a place like uh, Africa? One, lack of predator. Second, lots of food, lots of water, lots of space, no competition. So Africans are being fed to reproduce. It's always been like that. Reproduction, if if left uh, as per nature, it's going to be self-regulating. But if you feed them, they overpopulate. And they, they've been feeding right. Africa for a long time. I mean, this the is, Germans... This is the, this, is the, this is the mistake I made with these cats. Thanks, Raz. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting, like, in the opposite of that, they've tried that in India because uh, they, the, the Indians go hammer and tong and they have eight kids in, in nine years. And so they started giving out televisions. So the parents had something to do, <laughs> like, oh, we'll watch television instead of making love again and probably getting you impregnated. You see, Indians have the culture for it. Africans do not. 
Indians of the culture yeah. to make babies, Indians of the culture to, okay, we're all going to get married, all the kids need to be married, all the daughters need to be married, all the daughters and sons need to pop at least one or two babies, Africans do yeah. not. Mm. That's, well, that's the really, part yeah. where you see yeah. Uh, Africa's Yeah, Africa's had the crap beaten out of it for 400 or thousands of years. And so by now, because uh, yeah, Africa's the only continent that really hasn't been allowed to um, come to maturity or uh, like you've got Europe yeah. and, and yeah. the Americas and uh, Asia and the Australasia mm -hmm. and America, uh, Africa's like... Even oh, the Asian world wasn't allowed until what the about, 90s. What about well, Wakanda? Egypt. Yeah, that's a fictional. Um, no. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. No. You and Snoop Doggy Dog need to sit down and have some hard lessons taught to you. No, no next thing you're gonna tell me it. is that virilium doesn't exist either. Vibranium. Or unobtainium. Vibranium. Vibranium. Yeah. yeah. How'd they make <laughs> Cap Captain America shield? Virilium doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Yeah. Yeah, Monty. Right. Yeah. Well, it was synthesized in a lab, anyway. But the thing is, is like I think Africa that is going to be in the next hundred years sort of um, a fertile crescent again. Yeah, it's well. not that hard. But the thing is, we have to see the elites of, uh, as being individuals who can freely move and, and, and occupy spaces. For instance, uh, for a century, they occupied uh, the West. And then they leave the West and go occupy somewhere else and they make that 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 place prosperous. And then they go mm -hmm. occupy somewhere else and make that place prosperous. I see it like that. Yeah. Because it will it, yeah, it will I be it that. will be a little bit uh counterproductive to be in one spot forever and ever. Mm -hmm. Uh over time, you know, the animosity against that spot will grow. But if right now they switch to say Russia, none of us will recognize that. You think Putin will come in and declare, Ooh, all the big boys are here. No. They, they, they can so, very well. All right, go ahead. So the dominant, uh, the dominantly successful cultures, and China is is a is a dominantly successful culture. They they haven't completely dominated financially yet, but their ability to sustain life and to grow as a population. I mean, look at the population they're at, and and realize. I mean, they were at a billion people at an industrial level that might have been the same as the United States in like 1925, 1930, okay? Mm -hmm. Like in the 50s and 60s. Think about that. Think about how down they had organic farming and all the basics of keeping people alive. Think about the intelligence of having green tea as your main drink all day, every day. Like they're, they're, they're a kind of a super people, a kind of, I don't know. I'm not trying to put them up on a pedestal, but. No, I was about to, uh, if I may interject, uh, and um, I'm sure you'll be able to take the ball and run with it. They even survived Mao because you're talking about before Mao yeah. actually kicked in. Mao came in and killed everybody except for about mm -hmm. three guys. And now look at China now, even under that repressive regime. It, the Chinese so, people is like, no, we, we, we're going to stay here a long time. You communists are stupid. So here's here's my ideal outcome for China and Taiwan that, you know, Beijing and its bloodlust and, you know, with that much power, you're going to live under bloodlust. OK, so it, it's not a joke. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. So you, you don't even want to know what Xi Jinping is up to these days. I don't want to know anything about his private life, anything, because you just know you cannot be that powerful. OK, and he knows it now. He's like he's like an emperor on the world stage now. 
So, yeah. So what were we talking about? Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. I got uh, into Gigi. Well, uh, uh, the rise of Africa. The oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, China rising and all of these things. Now, so my ideal outcome for China and Taiwan is that Beijing gets to a point where it can take it and it can annihilate it. And the Chinese people rise up and say, no, leave them alone. They're our brothers and sisters. They have a pure direct access to our 8,000 year history and their collective consciousness because they were spared the cultural revolution. There's a lot of stuff about Taiwan that's really special. It is the true heir of 8,000, 9,000 years of Chinese history. They have all the artwork, they have all the lineage schools. It's, it's all Taiwan now, right? Because you gotta remember Mao killed everybody, man. He killed monks. He, if, you, if you wore glasses suggesting you could read, you got killed on the street. It was it, just imagine like farm workers with nothing more than like grade six educations and machetes being unified into like a mass army, hacking everyone apart who's not as ignorant, simple, and willing to work in a field 12 hours a day as them. That's what happens in a communist revolution. And I don't think the Chinese people at their present level of prosperity wish that upon Taiwan. And that forgiveness, the ability to let go that karma from the Second World War. And there is there is justification for Beijing wanting to wipe out Taiwan, man. It's a seedy story. I don't want to get into it tonight, the whole Shanghai Shek thing and everything. But um, if they could forgive that and if it came from the Chinese people, there's all there's all kinds of ways when you look at events in the world where if you just go three degrees to the right, there's a very positive outcome possibility, right? We have a tendency to focus on the negative. And Xi Jinping hasn't made any move on Taiwan, right? And now would be the perfect time to do it. If there was a concerted effort, right, between China and Russia to subvert the US, then why wouldn't he do it now? This idea, the paranoia that has crept up in the American consciousness is extremely disturbing. And it is paranoia. Americans are some of the most paranoid people on the planet. Look at your programming. You know, the burn, the, the born supremacy, the three days of the condor, um, you know, enemy of the state with Will Smith. I think they just, have reason to, they have reason to uh, be considering the amount of people that they double cross over and over and okay, over and over and over. I'm just going to say this one simple line and then I'm going to stop and hand the talking stick off. No other country in the world makes movies about their military or their intelligence operatives. You're never going to see a movie uh that i i they're starting to now a little bit you know like there's a netflix series but there's a netflix series on the, the origins and the first like 30 40 years of the Mossad, what they did how they protected israel and there but it's non-fiction they're actually interviewing all these old Mossad agents in their 80s it's well worth watching by the way mm. <clears throat> but when you look at american consciousness it's it's extremely infantilized at this point you're, you're, you're like a, a big group of children, right? And um, that has to stop because it, it, it's not the right way to go into what you're going into right now. And it's you're being profoundly misled. Uh, China, I don't think anybody really wants to destroy the United States. I, I think the most destructive people are in our culture. You know, the, the worst wars of the 20th century were within our people. White Christians, you know, Anglicans versus Lutherans, basically. Okay, that all took that all took place in our house. Okay, 
Yeah. Other con- other countries have done horrible things, but if you study history closely, most of most other countries the most horrible things they've done are within their own borders. That's the yeah. history of China, that's the history of Russia. We the people under the cross and the people commissioned with the crusade, we have been the people who have been really basically the Vatican and its minions. The, the 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 whole Judeo-Christian intelligence apparatus that began with the Jesuits, that whole shit show in the Bank of England. That's all on us, man. That's all coming to an end now. And thank God it's ending peacefully. It and it is ending peacefully. Yeah. And and, and sorry, right. I'm talking too much, money. So. <laughs> well, you're on a roll in, in this passion there. Uh, in well, uh, the start of World War One, there was a lot of uh, people against Australia going to fight, and they referred to it as the European Civil War. Right. Yeah. And then what yeah. was it after the conflict? They called it the. Uh, was it, no, it was called the Great War. The and Great then I think, War. Yeah, and then, well, I guess when Hitler started, kicked off, they called it, well, this is like a world war, and so this is number two. Because it, yeah. uh, it was retro, retro, obviously it wasn't called the First World War, because they hoped that was called the Great War, because they thought it was the war to end all wars. Well, yeah. Uh, um, it happens yeah. all the time. Historians look back and give names to, like, the Renaissance, you know, or yeah. something like this, the concepts of eras of history, but... I think uh, to Bruce's point about, um, um, you know, America, I think he's correct. And I ultimately agree with him. I have slight differences. I think it, you know, when you say things like America or the West, I think it's really important uh, ju- just to, like, define what you mean by uh, America, well, I'd, the West. I'd say it you know what at, I mean? this, yeah. at this point, it's the Five Eyes countries, but they're fracturing, right? There's all mm-hmm. kinds of division now. Trudeau is really deliberately separating from America now. And, in, 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 you know, it's it, he, his government and Canadians are more shocked by Roe versus Wade than the American population. Right. OK, you, people don't understand what Canada is. It, the entire country is California in 30 years. OK, we, we all of this progressive stuff. It's out. It's completely Canada is the showcase for it. I remember the last time I was in in Ottawa, I went to a coffee shop and a bakery. It was kind of well known. And a friend of mine, this is when my best friend died in 20. Oh, this was the 2016 visit. And his girlfriend at the time, and I, who didn't know he had died. And I had to be the one who tell, tell her. Anyways, we got together in Ottawa and had a coffee and remembered her boyfriend and my best friend from nine years old. And she took me to this place. And every single person working there was transitioning. So it's like beards and breasts and and you're just like, oh, my God, am I on acid? What is going on here? And and so it's the entire West now. And when you think about it, look, we've painted ourselves into a corner. And I think we're the laughing stock of the world now with all this transgender. Oh, nobody, yes. Oh, yes. nobody oh, yes. else is doing this. They think you can get a, you can get arrested for hate crime in these countries for talking about this stuff negatively in public but 90 percent of the world's population well 99 percent of the world's population if the if you include the people who quietly disagree with it in the western five countries think it's completely insane but yeah. in, in 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 public you're not allowed to say anything but I mean, in the rest of the basis super nature says a lot 
Yeah, what you, what you guys got to do to catch this vibe, this wave, is you got to subscribe, like on Facebook or Twitter or some, whatever your Instagram, whatever your favorite feed is. Subscribe to some foreign news outlets that do English translation service, like Xinhua News, China News Daily. Uh, Pravda does an English edition now. Just look at their headlines and look at how they look at the same events. It's mind-boggling. People think we've gone nuts, okay? I try to have the abort. I try to have the Roe versus Wade discussion with my family. Hey, did you see they overturned abortion in America? Like nobody, you, we don't even talk about abortion in this country. You can't get abortion if you get raped in this country, in Costa Rica, and everybody's on board with it. If you say the word abortion out loud, people look at you like you're you're, you're kitty rapist or something over here. And these little lessons constantly remind me. Not everybody thinks the way North Americans do. You have to understand how psychotic and, and how nothing good can come of it. There's no future. This is like the last party. It's like that Martin Scorsese movie about the band. This is the last waltz. This, this is the way people who don't want future generations live. It's suicide. It's not God's judgment. It's suicide. Well, they're Hold attempting it. to because there is that. <laughs> thank you. Uh, there is uh, there's a backlash. Uh, it, it's not as strong, uh, but it's still there. Um, it may be a weak example, but um, are you familiar with the latest Pixar movie, Lightyear? No, no. Yeah, because it, it. Yeah, it bombed harder than uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima together. It's <laughs> hey. um, it's basically, you know, the. The Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story, um, the Buzz Lightyear toy, but the social the, justice version of it. Yeah, let me finish because I got it, it's it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a movie. It's the original movie which created the toy in in that respect in in their world, if that makes so. Um, the main character in Toy Story, Andy, would have seen the film Lightyear and went out and bought the toy. And uh, whatever reason, oh, because of Tim Allen's um, political views, they didn't get him to voice the latest movie. They got Chris Evans. And in the background, there's a same-sex uh, kiss, and they wouldn't remove it, so it got banned in the Middle East. <laughs> it got banned in um, all this other stuff. And it bombed harder uh, because uh, they're pushing all this far-left progressism. And, like, you know, this is what everyone should be like. And most people just want a good story. And, they, you know, we don't, you know, most people, we don't care what you do in your bedroom. I don't see why you have to do it in, you know, go on, do it in the front of the um, Supreme Court justice, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I it's didn't watch Buzz Lightyear because of a simple reason. There's a black woman in it and I have black woman fatigue. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> they are in everything these days. I see a black woman, I just tune in. And then something funny happened. I went to watch Men in Black and I could totally tolerate it. Clearly something has gone wrong. Now back on topic about uh, what exactly was Bruce talking about? Chinese and some other, yeah. Well, the end, so, the end of Western <clears throat> civilization. And it's, it's so, really so, a suicide. Nobody's doing us in. That's, that's a Christian fantasy that an external force is doing this. It's, no, it's a small group of people at the top that are um, trying to pull the strings and everyone's reacting to it. You've got the media on side that's driving whoa, 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 that whoa, whoa, whoa. form of suicide. Well, I want to illustrate the sado-hedonistic lifestyle that Bruce is talking about. 
how exactly did it got introduced? Seculariz uh, secularization, obviously, uh, which is something that's been pushed. And obviously the breakdown of uh, traditional conservative values that used to keep the West together. And like I talked last time, I talked about a book, book called Eros and Civilization, how yeah. um, they notice um, people, uh, especially the West, white people, used to sacrifice chemical pleasure for societal progress. And it's been flipped on its head. Now it's just go for societal uh, uh, chemical uh, pleasure, ignore societal progress. Now the rest of the Asian world, the African world, they didn't do that. They kept uh -oh. going normal. They kept going societal progress. They kept putting restraint on their people. I mean, Saudis are putting restraint on their people psychological security and all that uh, recently I just saw that so yeah there is so, this hedonistic lifestyle in the west that is its very source of decay and demise here so I mean a lot of a lot of what's going on is just a conflagration of circumstance right like cascading timelines and stuff and nobody's culture is really surviving because once western culture mm -hmm. has infected the whole world man uh, I, I always I like to juxtapose things, right? Like one is in 1972, the average salary in Canada was $9,000, $10,000. And the average price of a house was starting at $9,000, $10,000 for a modest bungalow. And if you want a bit bigger, a two-story house with a big backyard, it was double your annual salary. Now the average salary is $50,000 a year and the average price of a home is a million. It's 20 to one rather than two to one the salary. We've created an unlivable society. How did that happen? It's because these aren't societies anymore. They're cor these governments are literally operating as corporations. And, the, right. and, and you know, the far right is, is correct in their reaction to this abusive and excessive immigration because it's, it's really the final blow against labor in America and the standard of living for people who work, right? And this is the way the rest of the world operates, by the way. There's a super middle class. You see it in New Delhi. You see it in Shanghai. And then they're surrounded by poor people. So if you're like a computer programmer in Shanghai making the equivalent of 120,000 U.S. a year, man, you have you have like five servants because there's so many poor people. And they'll, they'll just sit in the corner of your house and shine your shoes for $2 a day. And you give them a little – like it's – you got to see yeah. the way the rest of the world. Same thing in India. I used to work with this engineer in in Buffalo in 2001, in and I was really I felt really bad for him about how he had to live in Buffalo, and and you know he he just lived to save money while he was in the U.S. And I've stayed in touch with him over the years. He started up a headhunting company in Bangalore. He's done quite well. I mean, this dude, this dude's got like servants just to take care of his cars, servants just to take care of his shoes. And all you all you do basically is feed them once a day, and then they have a survey like, and they have no other options. You can't you can't go there as some you know crazy white Karen with a master's degree in international policy and say it's unjust, because because they have no other choice. There is the the infrastructure of Indian society doesn't. There's a great movie that and a great book which I read as well won the Booker Prize in I think 2007 called White Tiger. Take a look at it, Indian writer. Okay. Have you seen it, Ras? Have you read the book? I heard the book. I never read it. Yeah, it was pretty big in Asia. It was a huge book, and it was published in mm -hmm. English, too. So that was, you know, so the guy who wrote it wrote it in English. But it, it's about just what I'm talking about now. But 
but the problem is that nobody is stepping forward with and with any kind of new leadership system and you know this fractional reserve banking thing it's pretty horrible no matter no matter what end of it you're on and we're about to be on the um high risk lender end of it right once once bricks comes into focus i you know i don't think that the leverage we've had since world war ii is ever going to return and there's no temper tantrum there's nothing we can do you know that i i think the next great leader in the united states is the guy who goes back to some form of regionalism or isolationism and says look this global we don't want to fit into this global thing it doesn't work for us this is this is this is how they source labor in Malaysia and the Philippines. This is this is how they set up their. We don't want to live that way anymore. We want to set up a trading region and an economic zone just between five or seven countries that have the same values as us. That's the guy who would win the election. That's well, so, the guy who would save Western culture. But nobody is stepping forward to do that. Of course not. Uh, and that's similar to what's happening to Russia, where like, oh, the West, we're pulling out of Russia, and it's like, yeah, and it's slowly turning into a utopia Garden of Eden-like country. There's no yeah. McDonald's, there's no Netflix, there's no this, there's no this, there's no there's no Facebook. So all all the the cancer of the the West is being removed because you know virtual signaling, and the Russians are like good <laughs> this is good uh we sell our, our petrol and our oil and gas to europe and we are fine we are totally we, we are isolated and we're self-sustaining see you in 50 years you're not going to make so, a better world by making more rules that's for sure we can have better rules go ahead from my perspective, the best the best resolution to this conflict is the Kissinger resolution, and I can't believe Henry Kissinger came right out and said it. You know, and he, even Zelensky had to respond publicly because it's Kissinger, and you know, with all due respect to the great statesman, he's wrong this time, and blah 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 blah. No, dude, he's he's a he's a hundred percent right. Okay, <laughs> you you just make a land deal, get out of that situation because it's all Russia. Russia has won on every front. They've won economically. They, they are basically the going to be the new leaders of the world from the white European perspective. It's going to move away from the Vatican and the Church of England to the Coptic Orthodox Church. Or not the Coptic, but... Can you clarify for me? And Henry Kissinger still has all his faculties and is still um, coherent. He's not going insane black. or senile or anything? No, no. He's still completely lucid. Yeah. I think they, I think, I think they wheel him around in a wheelchair now. He's like ninety six or something. Oh yeah, yeah. But well, if, if his mind's still sharp, I mean, I'm not a fan of the old Kissinger. Uh, but when he said that, I'm like, that's interesting, because well, he knows geopolitics. You don't have to like him, but uh, he knows what's what in a lot of ways, and it's really it's, it's, honest. Yeah, it, it, it's an interesting aspect of U.S. history that the. Ugliest people in U.S. politics have not been presidents. They've been secretaries of state. You know, Hillary Clinton, Madeleine Albright, Henry Kissinger. That, that Oh, one of the worst. Just yeah. I, th there's something about the State Department and in, in the Commonwealth, we call we call it stuff like the Ministry of External Affairs and things like that. But there's something about that. That is really the, the most important ministry or department for any government. Because it's the one that liaises with the rest of the world. So it's got economists, it's got spies, and it's got diplomats, right? So it's got it's got everything there. And, you know, they're the ones that give policy. 
based on statistics and intelligence gathering to the president, the State Department. Mm. In and, Australia, and so, um, sorry, in Australia they call it DFAT, which is Department okay. of Foreign and Trade. I think that's what it means. But yeah, it's a silly name. You know, I'm from DFAT. I'm sorry, what? But it makes sense. Uh, there, there has to be a network, just even in a total utopia. Like, you know, the globalism that we have now is forced and it's for the benefit of a small group of people. If we uh, naturally evolved, we can get to a form of globalism where everyone's happy. And we're not doing that. Yeah. And the problem is that the wrong people are leading globalization. So it, it, that's an interesting segue because globalization is an in inevitable. We can't meet each other. And we've all met each other now since the airplane, since the, the steamship, since everything, you know. Read Shogun if you don't understand what I'm talking about. And um, so the whole world knows each other now. And there's no going back from knowing each other. And what it means is that any event that happens now happens globally if it's significant, okay? Whereas everything in the past was regional, you know? Only, on, only the people living in uh, Jerusalem knew who Jesus was at the time. And then, you know, the story spread, but the actual, ex and it's the same thing throughout our, and these are the figures that create culture, right? Culture is always spiritual. It's always spiritual. That, that, that's why the main culture of tribal cultures is shamanic because it's spiritual culture. It's what, it's what we do, is we come together and we form culture. And what the opportunity we got in the West was a lot of free time because we created such a productive society. But what they did was they just started creating ways to patch up that time. And if you don't like it, somebody else will take your job, right? And they did this with feminism, they did this with everything. You know, so realize that for, like in the 70s, they literally doubled the workforce when they brought women into the workforce. That's double the that's double the number of people paying income tax, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. you look back what three hundred years. Uh, most of the secret societies were all rich people because they had spare time to do. You know, they um like wasn't the uh, Buddha and uh, <laughs> uh, now I'm probably getting the story wrong, but um he was a prince and had everything and then he walked away from it, probably knowing in the back of his mind, you know, if this um this religious thing doesn't work out, I'll just go back home. But you, my point being is uh, we're, you know, we're shamanistic and we have a lot of spare time, but we're distracted. Instead of going the spiritual path and adding that to everything that we do, we have to, you know 40 hours a week and we have to worry about bills. It's all a distraction and putting us into um, survival mode instead of actually being well off and then in the spare time. You know what? I'm going to read that book that Bruce wrote. Hey, thanks, man. Hey, hey. Ah, I can buy some cigars now. Thanks, Monty. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say which book. Uh, <laughs> I've just been reading uh, Lab 257 about um, the germ warfare on Plum Island. Super interesting, you know, with Ooh. stuff repeating itself over and over and over. Super interesting, Lab 257. Yeah, it's like, um, as Andrew Bartz, the galactic historian, says, they're kicking the can down the road. And if you take that concept, you look at history, it's just loops, constant loops well, over and over again. Figure skating. Yeah, it's kind of like figure skaters crossing your paths on old new trains on old tracks. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Mark Twain said, you know, history doesn't repeat, it rhymes. It rhymes, yeah. And like, I kind of agree with that, you know. I'm yeah. on the cyclical um, nature of history. Um, I think even Dante believed that in this guy, Giampattista Vico who was like a, an Italian, so, I don't know, 
sociologist, I guess, as a historian, would say that, I would say that the def- if there is a decline in the West, um, something will always survive. And, but it's interesting mm. to think of this theory of um, powerful people um, moving from, say, you know, the Mediterranean and then into ooh, England and maybe Spain and into the New World. Yeah. And setting up here and having to move around. And then, of course, the, the, the caste system that might, might be created uh, in a uni- unified world like Bruce's, uh, you know, trajectory is, is kind of carving out in a way, which I can very much, I can see that happening. I mean, it's very yeah. actually rational. It makes sense. And it wouldn't take, so it wouldn't it, take too much to do that. Too much political, but it's, will, you know, it's the irony of it, Brandon. The people who got on wooden boats, 40, 50% of which died in the voyage to come to the new land, to brave winter, to do all the things to form this new world, to have land, to defeat the class system in Europe, now becomes an utterly class-based society. Like almost more, almost worse than than others. This is, this is, I think, part of God's mockery, or at least agents of God, let's say the lords of karma, that you just... You know, you, you experience something in 360 degrees. So you, when you go through the half you like, oh, independence, prosperity, it's all great. When you go through the half you don't like, it's like, wow, how did this happen? But it's it's just the product of the culture. And there's nowhere left for American culture to go. It's been, a, it's been basically a casino since the 80s. Ever since they pinched Milken and realized that junk bonds were derivatives and we went into the 90s, America, it's just, you, you're not fit to lead. You know, it's just, nobody wants to work anymore. Everybody just wants to make money doing something stupid. You know, I, I trade Bitcoin. Oh, good for you. What a benefit to society, you know? Look at the right. success uh, of OnlyFans. I'm an attractive oh, young yeah. woman, so, um, well, what are your prospects? Well, I've got a webcam. Yeah. Don't you want yeah. to learn physics? No, I'll just get um, this cucumber and place it well. <laughs> It sounds strangely familiar with that environment, Monty. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a hermit. <clears throat> yeah, uh, did I tell you boys? Did I tell you boys that uh, I'm getting my I I put a diesel engine in my in my four by four, which is yes, a big deal over them. here because they're like four yeah. times more economical. Yeah, yeah. So, so I paid the I paid the mechanic, and I'm it's going to be back on the road in in about a week. So, um. Yeah, that's nice. I just been getting what around kind of on engine? horseback. What kind of diesel engine? V eight or? Um, I, I, I actually I don't know. We took it from another Montero, but it the Montero was a two door. I have a four door, but it, it was it, it like it, yeah, Mitsubishi Montero, yeah. 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 So the, yeah. I mean, the Japanese know how to build a car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they love Mitsubishi over here, man. They love. Mitsubishi and this is another thing. Another thing that's weird is everywhere you go in the world, other than North America, the most f- valued cars are diesel. Everybody wants a diesel. Oh, yeah. I can't afford it. I'd love to get a diesel. You go to Canada, the United States, and oh, diesel. Why would you buy a diesel? Same here in you Australia, know? I think. They last that's a long, pure brake. Oh, a diesel engine will, will last 50 years if you take care of it. Right. Right? Yeah, the type of car you, 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 you get buried in your first car. <laughs> like, yeah. now we we used to make cars here in australia that that collapsed when was it about four or five years ago cortec yeah um, about double that now yeah so i think 
I think some cars are assembled here. I don't know if they're fully imported, but... Uh, we used yeah. to make the best muscle cars, really, exported yeah, uh, around I mean, the world. The, the, yeah, that classic um, rivalry. Yeah, uh, well, between Ford and Holden, uh, which was bought out by General Motors. So Holden was an Australian company, then it got absorbed by General Motors. And one of the famous icons of Australian culture is the FJ Holden, because in the 50s, they just it's like our Volkswagen, if that makes sense. Hmm. And it, you you can't see any. It, it's a rarity to see cars now that like oh that that's 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 50 years old. Most you don't see many uh, 1988 Barinas uh, because the uh, that's the thing about oh for economic performance we have to make everything disposable. And right. I mean the difference like if I buy a new car, I'm not buying one from this year. I'll buy one from yeah. last year because what it drops about a third in price or something like that. Resale price, yeah, sure. yeah, uh, or even like you drive it off the lot and it, yeah, you it, wipe out a third of it. Value. Yeah, the depreciation. Yeah. Uh, well, how do you say it? It depreciates. It drops. Yeah. yeah, it drops like 20 percent or something like that. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that sounds like an investment. Not some do, you know, but like nowadays when you buy a new car, you're essentially buying like several computers you know yeah just have computer to sit in i mean uh yeah and i mean uh, i've driven them yeah Yeah, well let's talk i mean uh, i saw stephen crowder um test drive a tesla and they went to ludicrous speed and like that's fascinating but i've also seen recently uh in france all these electric cars just being dumped yeah the the fires um it you could probably buy a, a gasoline petrol car for the amount of money to replace the battery. And yeah. I mean, it's it's so, especially here in Australia after the election, oh, we, we want to get rid of um, fossil fuels and we're pushing uh, electric cars, everybody. Three yeah. days later, oh, there may be blackouts on the East Coast because there's not enough power to go around. It's like, well, that's before everyone gets an electric car. So what happens then? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, the other thing, and like these these cars, you know, aren't made in the USA like they used to. You know, all I got to do is go to Detroit, Michigan, uh, mm-hmm. to see, you know, and parts around it, like when where I used to go and uh, and work, and it's just decimated yeah. by the loss of the outsourcing of the car industry. Now you have like, a certain entrepreneurs. Oh, sorry, yeah. Just no, no, quick, no, just no, like just gonna say the, the cars America could build it back. Um, oh, that's, given, you know, isn't that jobs. what? Yeah, that's what Trump was trying to do: try and bring jobs back to America. And mm-hmm. I don't know if he was applying tariffs because that's the way you do it. Where if you, right. it's if you can make it cheaper in in your country, it benefits everybody. But you know, for whatever reason, um, oranges that are grown in yeah. Shepparton are more expensive than a container load of oranges that are frozen from Brazil. Right there, you go. So. It's that sort of uh, globalism for it's for corporate yeah. people. Yeah, and it's, 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 it's an was, element. Yeah, that's element. what I was. That's what I was getting at earlier. I didn't quite finish my thought. It, the wrong people are leading us into this globalism, like the bankers. That you know, right. but yeah, people with pointy shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my nickname is Anil. They call me Schwab. Yeah, uh, and that's uh, there's an element of control as well because if a country, if everyone is dependent on each other, no one can leave, uh, and that's sort of uh, going back to Russia where Russia's um, self-sustaining. 
oh, they're getting to the point where they don't really need anyone else. They still trade, obviously, because, you know, that's good, you know, good trade and thinking and stuff. However, uh, if China makes uh, every electronic device and Australia grows wheat, we, you know what I mean? Everyone's locked in. You can't walk away from the pack and be self-sustainable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Where? if you want a good insight, read the Ringing Cedars. It's beautiful. beautiful. Well, Australia used to be like that until recently, say 20, 30 years. Uh, you know, the the loss of a car industry. It's like, it, um, I think at the last Ford factory here in Melbourne, 800 people lost their jobs at the same time. And it's just not the factory shutting down. It's everyone else like um, the corner milk bar or um, cafe that would get most of their business from the workers from that. You yeah, lose so those, those, those skills, those manufacturing skills. As well, yeah. It's gone. Yeah. Everything, yep. the laundromats. Yeah, and also yeah. I know Cortex being here because he's Australian, but you other three uh, chaps, I don't think you've come to Australia. We've got a very unique country weather-wise, and you can tell like um, tram, streetcar, like we can tell here in Melbourne we've got I think the biggest – tram system in the southern hemisphere i have no idea what the biggest one is in the northern hemisphere however australian conditions you need uh, a vehicle that can survive you know seven degrees or four degrees celsius cold and then probably get up to 42 degrees celsius six months later it it's that dramatic change over six months and we we bought trams from france and i'm like this is weird there's no seats and and they keep breaking down I think uh, Moscow's the biggest, with 44. Okay. Coming oh, yeah. oh, cool. 24. But you, you, you get what I'm saying is like you, uh, it's local knowledge. Uh, in Costa Rica, uh, Bruce, you would probably know, um, if they could create their own automobiles, it would be, um, created for Costa Rica, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, there's the same things wearables, but. but I mean, Australia. In London? London as well. But in Australia. Werewolves in London? Uh, well, there was a film about that. Yeah, and there was, a, yeah, yeah. Stick yeah. to the road. But in Australia, we have desert and rainforest and everything in between and, and um, oh. snowfields and so, you know, mountains with snow. So, I mean, we are a continent. So, what do you guys yeah. think about Giordano Bruno being Shakespeare? Yeah, I, uh, highly I unlikely. Unlikely. Why? Yeah, only because. Because I, I do think he was Prospero. He might have been modeled under Prospero, but the timelines simply don't really add up, I don't think, um, and the location. So, uh, but why do you, do you think he is? Or? I thought the I thought that he could be. Maybe. I, how would he be able to write in 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 that uh, London vernacular? How would that even be possible? Yeah. Yeah, maybe not alone. I don't know. I guess maybe. Yeah, it's an interesting thought. I think it was. <laughs> he was around. He, he was had around. a translator called Terry. Nah, mate, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> well, it's got to be this, all right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, John Dee was very much in the in in Shakespeare's mind, uh, you know, and in the court of uh, Queen Elizabeth the um, first, and very much I think Shakespeare is in that milieu or um, timeline of uh, sphere of influence for sure well like as you said earlier like uh historians label things I, 
during the reign of Elizabeth I, did they call it a golden age or was it called a golden age afterwards? Because it was um, a, a golden age for England at least. And you had Shakespeare, John Dee, and everything, everyone we just um, mentioned. Like the uh, is that pre-Renaissance or, or or the Renaissance? Because I'm thinking my timeline. I can't remember exactly when the, the Renaissance. Renaissance. Was. Yeah. yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. Because I mean, um, Shakespeare, Leonardo da Vinci, you know, all, all those, all the artistic masters and everything else like that. It's yeah. fascinating uh, to see like um, the possibilities of humanity. Like, where are they now? <laughs> like, yeah, are there exactly. any modern day uh wordsmiths or um sculptors or painters or i mean maybe not picasso yeah. but you you get what i mean like uh yeah, but you know lizzo is popular like okay yeah i think there's something else going on aesthetically with like every culture if, if we are in a decline it also begins aesthetically with uh with the art that um mm. that happens in that culture and so you take a look at uh different i mean roman greek greco-roman egyptian etc they're all become some sort of art movement it seems yeah um, that emphasizes the abstract rather than the classical sort of defined the, the abstract rather than the, almost the real you know um it becomes a big emphasis on um the aesthetics become all wiggly woggly and, and not straight you know <laughs> and defined um, I mean, honestly, to put it, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, you know, I think everybody's beautiful, but um, there's a reason why people are sculpted and, um, and bust. It's not be just in there are statues, you know, um, like the toppling of the statues is a perfect example, you know, of the end of what you might call the end of civilization, Western civilization. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I understand where they're coming from, like, you know, th this, this man was a slave owner. Okay, then remove the statue and put it into a museum with all the other statues, so you can still remember the history, but don't right. destroy well, it. So you, because eventually you realize how did, um, yeah. we're we're progressing to start again. Like they, they, they've been talking about a civil war. That's what I finally got around to it because <laughs> I mentioned earlier the the, the, the wall thought. If there's a civil war in the United States today, it will be against soy boys and the good old boys, and it'll probably last an afternoon. Because have you seen all these high woke Antifa skinny soy latte? You know they don't even own guns, and you know, that's yeah. the left. And then you have the right where it's you know the, the classical redneck with weaponry and they're healthy and they eat meat and everything like. I <laughs> that's my prediction. The civil war would probably take three hours. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's I mean, I predict. Oh, well, see, no, it's coming from a comedic brain, so obviously. Yeah, uh, depends if they put uh, bricks and tiles out for them or not. Oh, yeah, They're but I mean, I, right. oh, no, 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 but I'm, I've, uh, you know, America has a gun problem, and all these gun owners. If there was an actual gun problem in the United States, there would have been uh, an insurrection, re revolution, death match at yeah. least a century ago. Because a lot of gun owners, there's only like a mass shooter. Yeah, that's one out of how many gun owners in the United States? If you think about it, if if there's a hundred, uh, just say a hundred million gun owners in the United States, and they all had a problem, they're all unhinged. You would notice because they'll be killing everybody. 
like in on in a mass yeah. scale, massive numbers. But no, I'm 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 I am uh, not fascinated. What's the right word? I uh, I I do find it's I'm lost for words. <laughs> in what? Yeah, or intrigued of like the uh, the restraint of the American gun owner because of I know the uh, culture of like the the country was born out of telling the king where to stick it. Yeah, I think most of them know who the enemy really is. Yeah, but they haven't grabbed their gun. Yeah, no, 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 not gangsters like in downtown Detroit. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't. I think there's some, you know, there's several things here, but um. You know, the founding of what America is founded on, what it is, what it stands for. I think it's a very multifaceted, nuanced thing. It's, it wasn't just a, but you're right. There is a, definitely the sticking it to King George, right? The third. It's not, it's not going to be destroyed, Brandon. It's going to be, okay. let's say, reincarnated as something okay. else. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, even when, like, um, the Roman Empire. When the Romans left England, the uh, Rome collapsed 200 years later. Uh, what was left, but the English, uh, they kind of they they made it their own. Uh, they didn't have the um, the control of Rome, but most of them they they've had what 250 to 200 years of living the Roman lifestyle, and they kept it going. Uh, I mean, oh, they yeah. made it they made it their own in English, and they changed certain things. But the whole I you know it's like. The, Apart from the um, uh, brutality and death, the Roman Empire was kind of good. I mean, it does have problems, but yep, right. if you're in the right vibration for it, um, obviously not going around killing everyone, join us or die type thing. Right. If you if if you got if you agree with their idea, hey, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. It's stuff like, the like heated, stuff like heated floors are pretty. Oh hard yeah, yeah. I mean, two thousand years ago, it's like the same thing about you know. I um I'm fascinated by uh the southern states in the United States. Apart from the hint of racism, they it's completely awesome. Like um, if you get beaten up by a southerner, they're very polite about it. Where have you been in the south, of Hunter? I'm, uh, I'm I'm just just well just through just through <laughs> a screen, <laughs> but I have been to America in 1974. Uh, what do so, you know about that gator? <laughs> what do you know about racism, son? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm white and I'm single. I'm a straight male, so I know I've I've been on the internet. I know that. We have come to the end of Planet Collingwood. We've got about two minutes to go. Hi, my, my name is Monty Dean. I have, was joined by Raz Cortec, uh, Bruce McDonald, and Brandon Young. So I hope everyone enjoyed it. Oh, I a message from the chat. Uh, Hack says, miss you in the morning, Bruce. Uh-huh. I like to sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looks like we've got a sleeper. Uh, so any final thoughts? Uh, uh, Raz, uh, 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 Raz nothing, any final thoughts? Or, yeah, well. Nothing much beside the usual, you know, there's a bad celestial uh, movement going on. So there will be a lot of things in the next four weeks to eight weeks uh, that will be full boom bada boom bada na na but that's all. Right. Yep, yep. So, um, standard operating procedure. Cortec. Uh, apparently, you can clean your barbecue with an onion, the grill. Try ah, it. See? Yeah, solutions, ladies and gentlemen. Solutions. That's what we do here at Vlad Collingwood. Uh, Senor McDonald. Uh, if you live in a place that has frogs and bees, you're probably going to be okay. Yeah, the animals, not the gangs. And um, our special guest for Planet <laughs> Collingwood, <laughs> Mr. That only B took and... you a month and a half. 
Uh, well, yeah, um, I think of these things and I unload when I think is the time is right. Be young. Oh, yes. Be Brandon and I used to be in a rap group called Public Energy. He was Be Young and I was Mott D. Brandon, any passing thoughts? Well, the final thought of the day, I would have to say, would be gratitude. If I had one word, be grateful. Wonderful words there from uh, Super Coach Brandon Young. I am Mon- I have been Monty Dean. I am Monty Dean. Planet Collingwood will be back in six days and twenty-two hours on Studio A. I hopefully will be with Sean David Morton Studio B tomorrow night. Please enjoy, and we will speak to you all soon. I love you from afar, and let's keep it that way. Good night. Yeah.